coming up on this episode of An Older Gay Guy Show. But there's a damn good chance that you've had sex with some of the people in that group. If not, <laughs> if not all of the people. Oh, hey, it's you. Back again. Are you kidding me? You came back again? Welcome. And for anybody that's brand new, hey, thanks so much for dropping by. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Now, I want to start off by apologizing again. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I just haven't quite had my mind back normal again since my sister's death a few weeks ago. And it still isn't over because we're having the memorial service in about 10 days or so. And I'm probably going to speak at it. So my mind's been a lot on all of that. So I've been off my schedule completely for recording and everything. I, I do apologize for that. I do intend to get to the episodes I've talked about as soon as I can. Today, I, I just couldn't wrap my mind around trying to do anything negative, so I didn't want to talk about the monogamy versus open relationships episode. Uh, I just wanted to try to look at a positive thing today. However, what I did manage to do, and I just did it yesterday, was I put a new video out on an older gay guy show YouTube channel, and are you ready for this? Because this is a surprise. <laughs> Okay, prepare yourself for me saying this. I actually kind of think this video is good. <gasps> oh my God, no, really? Actually, I have to say this video is the best out of the ones that I've done. It starts out with me showing you how I waxed, for the first time, I waxed the hair out of my nose and... <laughs> <laughs> I show you that whole process, and I, I think that's kind of amusing. And then I go outside a little bit and show Paco gardening. Unfortunately, the sound on that didn't work out so well, but the, the visual did. And then I go down to the gym, and I show you some workout stuff, kind of sped up for your entertainment with some zippy music with it. And then I do sit and talk to you folks a little bit about aging and my feelings about what has been happening to my body. And for anybody that is into the feet thing, you know, of my foot thing I have, I sit in such a way that my feet are, my bare feet are closest to the camera. So if you're into feet, check that out. If you're not into feet, still check that out because what I say is, is my feelings based on how I've been feeling lately, which of course is, is somewhat down. But I think what's important in that segment is I do show you the things I'm doing to overcome some injuries so I can continue to work out, but also just about my mindset on how I'm going to push forward and how I am still determined completely to make the very best of the years that I have left. So please do check out that video. I think you're going to like it, actually. And that's on an older Gay Guy Show YouTube channel. And while you're there, please, if you like the video, give me a thumbs up. And please do subscribe to the channel. I'm going to be doing at least one video a week. I'm hoping to do a little bit more once I get going. So check that out, please. I also just want to thank the people that have taken the time to give me more five stars on the iTunes 
page for this podcast. I'm now up to 65 five-star ratings. And I did tell you when I hit 100 five-star ratings, I'm going to do something really big. But I don't know what that is yet. <laughs> I have to kind of come up with something big. What, what can I do, especially since this is mostly audio? I suppose I could do something on the YouTube channel, but uh, I'll see. I'm going to try to provide something that is worth it for you. So my thanks to people that have recently given me those five stars. Today, let us move on because today's episode, I do want it to be an up subject and I want to talk about bromance and specifically bromance with your exes. Are you able to still have friendship and contact with your exes? And this is kind of a pre- monogamy versus open relationships episode. It's kind of the lead in to that subject. So without any further ado, my name is Joey Hernandez and this is Can You Have a Bromance with an Ex? Season three, episode 26 of An Older Gay Guy Show. I have to tell you that the word bromance has become one of my favorite words in the English language. It comes, of course, from bro or brother and romance. It's usually tied to straight guys that have a very close relationship, so close, in fact, that just possibly minus the sex, or possibly not, maybe that's included too sometimes, But minus the sex, that closeness, that affection, that always being together, always doing things together is a bromance and it can be a wonderful thing. They they made reference to Trump and Macron from France having a bromance because his most recent visit to the White House, they were all touchy, huggy, kissy, but but (laughs) – Macron, yes, okay, yes, I could huggy-kissy him, but to the other. Anyway, I don't often say the word bro. It's not something that is in my vocabulary much. I say it once in a while. I say dude all the time, all the time. Bro, eh, not so much. But whenever I see bromance come across my news feed, especially if it's in relation to two actors be it in a movie or from a TV series, that they have a bromance going. I always find that pretty hot, to be honest with you. I watch the TV show Riverdale, and the behind the scenes always shows the guy that plays Archie and the guy that plays Jughead, they say have a bromance. They're always together. They're always hanging out. They're taking naps together. You may recall that there was an episode of the TV show Friends back around 2000, 2001, where the three guys found that they enjoyed napping together. They'd fall asleep on the couch, cuddling each other or whatever. So, I mean, it, it, it extends back a ways. I don't think they called it bromance then. They might've, I think that term though came along a little bit later, but the idea of two guys being so comfortable with each other that they can show affection. They can touch. They can sleep in the same bed if there's only one bed without there being a problem. I just pop a boner over the thought of that, to be honest with you. 
So in my discussion today, I have researched and will be quoting from an article called Bromance After Love, Why Friendship with an Ex is Easier for Gay Men. And this is written by Jeremy Helliger, and it was on the website Queerity, Q-U-E-E-R-T-Y, and it came out April 29th, and it's under Relationship Trends. So as we start this, what I want you to do is I want you to think back over your relationships that you have had in your life, your longer-term relationships, and those that have ended, whether they ended well or whether they ended not well. As time progressed, years went along perhaps, have you found that you have been able to be friends with an ex? And if you are friends with an ex, do you have this kind of bromance kind of thing where you can still do things together because you shared that history, you shared common likes? So how many relationships you've had that you have now still been able to remain friends with them on whatever level, you know, just not the kind of thing where you never hear from them, you completely shut off contact. I guess that's probably the most common thing to do. It is the most common in my life. Out of all those six to eight month whopping relationships that I had, ooh, so long term, <laughs> it was the best I could do until I met Paco. Out of those people, and there were probably a dozen or so, I had only remained friends with two people, one of them being my best friend, Matt, who died about 10 years ago. And I was friends with this other Latino guy that I dated. We were friends on and off, but once I became engaged to Paco and I was planning my wedding, he just kind of freaked out and felt like I was rubbing it in his face or something. You know, because I'm not, I, I didn't usually share personal things with him, but once this happened and I was planning my wedding, I was all excited and wanted to tell everybody the details and, and he just didn't like that. So we are no longer in contact. I suppose some of the factors would be what age you are and also what part of the gay community you most identify with. Because when we were younger, of course, when we were late teens and early 20s, probably all the way up till about age 30, you can be very dramatic about life. I certainly was. Every breakup was something that completely disrupted my life when I'd fight with boyfriends. I just, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't go to work. Oh, it was just those, those nightmares of all of that drama sometimes just comes crashing down on me. And I think if you are part of, say, the leather community, and even the bear community, those are more inclusive groups, I think. And they tend, certainly with the leather people, to be a little bit on the older side. And because they have that same connection within that, uh, the leather community has now shrunk down quite a bit, at least in the area that I'm in. We don't even have a bar that is technically the leather bar to go to. So, I think those people tend to hang together more. So they're more apt to be friends with someone else that they dated within that community. With twinks and the young people, no, probably not. <laughs> probably not friends. This article starts out with a quote from Grace 
from Will and Grace. And it says, It always amazes me how gay guys stay friends with all their exes. I'm not friends with any of mine. It continues, I never considered gay men and exes as friends until Grace did on a recent episode of Will and Grace. She offered her observation while watching Will cook for his ex-turned-breakfast guest, Vince, who announced his wedding to his boyfriend of nine months in between bites. Obviously, you're invited, but you don't have to come, he said. Obviously, Will went with Grace, Karen, and Jack as his plus one, two, and three. I'm with Grace on this one. I'm a gay guy, but I've never been a let's-be-friends kind of ex. I'm connected to exactly one of mine on Facebook, and in the past years, I've ignored requests from at least three others. Exes as friends just isn't my thing, but judging from how many gay men I know who maintain cordial to close relationships with past loves, I'm not the norm. Most of my female friends, though, are with Grace, too. By the end of the episode, I'd come up with five possible reasons why. Number one, men and women tend to fall in and out of love differently. As Jack pointed out in response to Grace's comment, romance is different for us. A date between straight people sometimes leads to sex. And sex between gay people sometimes leads to a date. (laughs) I still remember him saying that on the show. Fuck buddies and no strings attached come easier to men because they're better at compartmentalizing physical and emotional connections. Women are less likely to separate church and state and more likely to nurture boundaries and structure in straight relationships, which is no doubt why more of them aren't open. Passion of mind, body, and soul is a hard habit to break. The harder women fall in love, the harder they may fall out of it, leading to potentially bitter and acrimonious aftermaths, especially if the guy instigated the split by indulging in fuck buddies and no-strings-attached sex. Uh, no. I'm not going to agree with that, actually. Because I think it really, it's dependent on the individual person. Because I myself cannot compartmentalize things. My therapist is always trying to get me to be able to do that, but I can't. I can't separate my feelings and just have sex. It's not possible. I know people that can and do. I know people that have sex with exes, have sex with friends, whatever, but I also know other people like myself that can't really do that. So I think it depends on the person. I wouldn't say men are one way and women are another, not at all. Um, I know some, (laughs) I know some women that like to sleep with a lot of different people in different relationships and men have all kinds of relationships with each other. Number two, so many women love their quote closure, unquote. I've never been a closure person myself, but I can be such a drama queen at the end of a romance. I'll delete emails, photos, and phone numbers, pretty much everything short of putting it in a hate song, Taylor Swift style, in an attempt to expel an ex from my life. 
closure, though, appears to be a more female requirement than a male one. I wouldn't be surprised if a woman scorned invented it as a move-on mechanism while listening to Gloria Gaynor sing I Will Survive on repeat. Once it comes, and if it comes, closure can be as final as one of those Taylor Swift kiss-offs, unless kids are involved, of course. Here's the thing. I think if we were talking about straight guys and straight women, I would agree with some of the things he's saying, especially about that closure thing. But for gay guys, again, it's, I think it depends on the person, the age, the circumstances, and again, what group you identify with. I think that that's so important. Perhaps even maybe... I don't know this because I'm not both, but perhaps a top and a bottom would look at this differently. I don't know. Do you think of a bottom person as the one that maybe has the more feelings in the relationship and the top doesn't? I don't know. Some people think that way. Personally, I don't. I think, again, it's completely dependent on the person because I know a lot of top guys are just like male dogs. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever had a male and a female dog, but the male is always more uh, needy of attention and feelings. Same thing with my cats. I have a male and a female cat. The female cat's pretty, I'm cool, I'm standoffish, I'll come and play with you when I want to. But the male is always like, give me attention, give me attention, love me, hold me. So I I don't know. I think there are all different degrees. And I'm sorry to the author of this article, but now two points I do not agree with. Number three, platonic friendship between straight men and women is trickier than bromance. That's not to say straight men and women can't pull off platonic. I've seen it happen even with straight exes. But when it does, things are likely to shift once one or both get involved with other people. Getting back to Will and Grace for a moment, Vince's fellow groom seemed genuinely unruffled by Will's presence at the wedding. He had like three exes of his own there, as Vince pointed out. The last time Grace agreed to watch an ex say I do to someone else was in the 2000. Two episode, Dying is Easy, Comedy is Hard. The results were considerably more disastrous for the unhappy bride. I once went with a boyfriend to the wedding of his ex-girlfriend, who probably invited us only because her ex turned out to be gay. I've never known a real-life bride who would have made it possible for the groom's ex to upstage her at her own wedding. Why risk him saying the wrong name, like Ross on Friends? That never turns out well. Again, I'm sorry, but I don't agree with that point. It starts out saying platonic friendship between straight men and women is trickier than bromance. I I don't think that's true if we're looking at gay people like this article starts out doing. At least it started out doing that way. Because I think the point the author is trying to make is that men and women are more likely to fall back with each other and have unresolved feelings, especially when you go to a wedding like Will did or like they're saying uh, Ross said the wrong name. Because I do think that platonic friendships between gay men can be very difficult. 
especially if you have a history together. But with gay men in general, it's it's kind of a stereotype, I guess. But personally, I always think that stereotypes are based with a little bit of truth somewhere in there. Gay men tend to have sex faster, <laughs> more often than straight guys. Although straight guys, believe me, would do it if they could possibly get away with it. If women would sleep with them before they started dating, or if a guy could go out and go cruising after a bar closes and find women hanging out that just want to get fucked, they would go for it. <laughs> they certainly would go for it. Which leads us into number four, Gay communities are fairly incestuous, so the paths of exes probably will cross again and again. Straight people enjoy such a mass meat market that it's easier for them to pretend their exes don't exist after a breakup, especially in big cities. They may never likely ever see them again unless they're swiping left on Tinder. Gay scenes are considerably smaller, so it's highly possible that exes will run into each other the weekend after the split, or at the gym the next day. Oh my god, ding ding, ding ding, give the man a prize. Yes, I completely agree with this. It is very difficult because we do keep running into our exes. Because when we tend to go with our exes when we're together, we might go to certain bars or hang out with certain people. And if we continue to do so, then we're going to run into our exes unless we make the poor people pick sides, which is always a horrible, horrible thing to do. And within a particular group that you hang out with, maybe you haven't had romantic relationships with some of the people in that group, but there's a damn good chance that you've had sex with some of the people in that group. If not, <laughs> if not all of the people. And lastly, number five, gay relationships more often end up being like close friendships anyway. By the time many gay couples reach a certain point of longevity, they become more BFFs than passionate lovers. At least that's what longtime companions are always telling me. This happens with straight couples too, but they're more likely to cling to the traditional monogamy model. I have a harder time with open relationships than I do with exes as friends, but I can see the benefit of them. In the absence of sexual jealousy, couples in open relationships can more easily forge friendships that are as unconditional as platonic ones. They're less dependent on the condition that both parties remain faithful or even that they stay together. So if they do eventually decide to split... There's no need to ask, can we be friends? They already are. Okay, so whether or not long-term relationships end up more like friends is, is hard for me to say because I don't think I've been in a relationship that long to talk about that. I've only been with Paco about five and a half years. So yes, we're, we're very close friendship-wise, but we're still a couple and we still have sex like regular and, you know, everything is still us together. Now, as I said, I'm going to do an episode about monogamy versus open relationships. And I have several articles that I'm going to be working with on this. 
it's a subject that I'm very opinionated about. My opinion is pretty much set in stone as it has been my entire life. However, as host of this kind of show, I think it's important that I look at both sides of the equation evenly. And although I want to tell you my opinion, I don't want it to be that I am forcing that opinion as this is what is right and the other is wrong. So as I approach this topic in an episode coming up, I want you to know that I'm going to try to be as neutral about it as I can. And the best way that I can do that is for me not only to have the articles that I'm using as research, but hearing from you folks. Now, I do have email relationships with a bunch of you, and we regularly correspond, and some of you have told your personal stories to me, and I have asked, can I use that on a show, especially about relationships, taking out your name, of course, and your location or whatever, changing a few things so that nobody would be able to know who it is. And I need more of those opinions, please. So the address to reach me at any time about anything is anoldergayguyshow at gmail.com. Send your messages to me. Send me your opinions about whether monogamy is best or whether open relationships are best how you think, why you think that, what has been your experiences with that. That's greatly going to help me present things in a very neutral way on that show. I think coming up next, I'll say I think, is going to be Life as a Gay Personal Trainer Part 2, which is going to be all like the juicy stuff if you like hearing about erotic kind of situations. Listen to that show. I'm going to tell you about some of the bizarre, weird experiences that I've had when people have come to my house, into my private gym, where it's just me and them, strange things have happened. And I want to tell you all about that. So I'm aiming to do that show for next week. Life as a Gay Personal Trainer, Part Two. Meanwhile, please, 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 please go to YouTube and look at an older gay guy show and check out the newest video that I just put out. It's actually almost good. <laughs> okay, I'm going to end with a two-part trivia question. And if you know the answer and you want to participate, please, again, send me the answer to an older gay guy show at gmail.com. Let me know what you think the answers are, and I will say who gave me the answer first and what the correct answers are. Make sense? Good. This concerns Golden Girls. There was an episode where Hal Linden, who had played Barney Miller on The Barney Miller Show, played the guy that Dorothy was supposed to go to her senior prom with. However, they never went to the prom. He came to see her many years later, and they went out to dinner. And while they were having dinner, there was a court jester slash minstrel walking around singing a song table to table. It was a very famous song, and it was very funny. What was the song that the minstrel was singing? And part two of this question, Dorothy said on the way out of the restaurant, she wanted to stop at the gift shop to pick up something. What was the particular item that Dorothy wanted to get? 
If you like Golden Girls, I bet you know the answer to those. Pretty easy if you watch the show regularly. So send them to anoldergaygayshow at gmail.com. So I'm out of here, folks. It's been loads of fun. Thank you for joining me. If you like the podcast, please subscribe to it. I would love to have you as a regular listener. And I'll be back very shortly with the latest episode. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Joey Hernandez. See ya. See ya.